Great dope, no bolts, and I gotta come right out of the can and start it this way. Uh, I'm trying not to get irritated today by uh, <laughs> by errant reporting. Bothers me, but I'm gonna try to uh, just stay on my own path. Straight and narrow, run your own race. Dan and Dak keep trying to tell us, so I'm gonna try to do that as well. Top 10 takes tonight, and uh, a lot of this is far-ranging stuff, much more than just uh, Cowboys versus Seahawks on Thursday. And in fact, away we go. I should have looked at my own thumbnail to make sure I knew what the hell I was talking about, but I have, a, I have an idea. Let's begin with Dak Prescott, who says regarding the MVP race. I haven't done anything. And um, at the risk of, uh, there, you run a little bit of a risk of being like self-effacing to the point of ridiculousness. Y yes, he has. Y yes, he has. Yes, he has done something. He's, he's done some considerable things. Um, but his point Basically, none of this will matter unless none of this will matter unless. And that perspective is an accurate one. REM 19, Uncle Fish Premium, come on into the uh, club. How do I get to circle in the star like all these guys? Ask the fellas. They'll show you how. Uh, the Mark Cuban thing which broke about half an hour ago. I'm going to walk you through that and what it means to Dallas. You might not be here for basketball, but you probably are here because you care about Dallas. And uh, I will walk you through that. Dak Prescott, MVP, but it doesn't matter because I haven't done anything. Item two, injury issues today, injury illness issues. Micah has come down with the illness. So he joins uh, Dante Fowler unavailable today. Everybody else in pretty good shape. Uh, curse back. Fine. Uh, Rico ankle working through it. So um, working on the assumption that uh, Mike has got a little flu bug or something and that all will be fine. Item three, Aaron Rodgers goes on the McAfee. And I won't get into all of this stuff. Um, we're, we're writing about it at CowboysSI.com. But he says, whatever Tom Brady's talking about, about mediocrity in today's NFL, which by the way, seems hypocritical. Yeah, Stephen White, uh, Fowler's just, he's got the flu or something. So it shouldn't be a problem on Thursday. Whatever Tom Brady's saying about the NFL. And sidebar, Tom Brady's saying that today's NFL is mediocre, the coaching, the blah. Tom, today's NFL is your NFL. You just got playing, done, done playing 10 months ago. This is still the Tom Brady era of football. What, what are we, you're talking about like you played 50 years ago. You played like 50 days ago. It wasn't, it wasn't 10 years ago. It wasn't 100 years ago. It was 10 months ago. 
Travis, hate to say it, but Brady's right. If he's right about today's NFL being mediocre, then he's right about his own NFL being mediocre because this is Tom Brady's NFL. It's the same AMD Texas. It's the same league that he won a Super Bowl in. And by the way, you want to talk about mediocrity? Look at the AFC East for 15 years. You want, to, you want to find a way to cruise your way, to be really good, like the Patriots were, and cruise your way through the regular season so you can be healthy and ready for the postseason? Play in the AFC East during the Tom Brady era. Item. Micah decides to get involved in the Shaq thing. Um, and he does so via his podcast. I guess he had a Shaq jersey hanging back there. And he said, I don't know, we're, we're going to see what happens. We're going to, we'll, we'll break it down for it. Well, Micah had no insight into what was going on uh, and what was going to happen. He, he's promoting his show and trying to get Shaq to sign here. And that's cool. I hope that he went up to the Cowboys club and said something. Because I don't think Shaq Leonard is influenced by saying, hey, look at my podcast. I want you to sign here. And yes, I understand, John Fulton, your position. Speaking of staying in our lanes, the, the podcast is not a successful recruiting tool. But I don't know who all went to the lunch today, and I'm assuming it was at the Cowboy Club. That's how they do it. Um, it's not a bad idea to have Micah come popping into lunch if you want to, although he was sick. He had the flu. So Micah, stay out of the Cowboy Club. You are not allowed in there. Item. The overreaction to Shaq Leonard coming here, taking a physical or whatever it is he did, getting checked out medically, Having lunch with Jerry and I assume McCarthy and Quinn, I suppose. And then leaving. Causing panic in the streets of DFW. People. He's a two down run stopping not what he used to be, street free agent who is absolutely a locker room positive. There's no debate about that. And I've said from the start, when, when we first talked about how the Cowboys want him, that was a week ago, by the way, we told you that. I, I want them on my team. I want guys, I want people like that on my team and the Cowboys could use run-stopping help. But panicking over whether or not you get him and thinking that if you get him, it's a disaster 
Um, I, I said this before. I'm going to say it again. Josh Blaze, $5 pitching, MB Prescott. Number one against this, number one against that, number one. Against, and yet at this, we have the best quarterback in football at this moment. I'll buy that. We'll have to check in again Thursday, and maybe we'll be able to say it again. But I bet you, Josh, you still agree with what Dak's saying. None of it's enough yet, right? I think we all agree on that, and I appreciate him saying that. Oh, if you let him get out of the building, you're not going to. I said to one of my guys today, you have a chance to date two supermodels. You go to lunch with the first one, and she's fantastic. Lovely. She has aura, as Jerry said today. We have aura. Cowboy's aura. Jerry, you know what you don't have? You don't have a 10 and one record. That's what you don't have. So Ramon, Larry, Mitrius, Chris, Greg Vowell, $5 pitching. Opinion on Turpin. I'm not sure I understand the question. He is as good a punt returner as there is in football. He established that last year. Uh, I bet you he'll he'll have a moment when he does it in a big way this year. There's so many times when he's come pretty close. And yes, the the utilization of him as something more than just running jet sweeps, which I've been talking about for a year here. Um, you know, he's now got uh, he's now got. 10 catches for 130 yards and three receiving touchdowns. So he's one of the reasons when people say, why don't we, why don't we call up uh, Martavis Bryant? Because something's going to have to go wrong with one of the guys that are on the 53. For Martavis Bryant to be allowed to do something right. It's not that complicated. So there's panic in the streets because if we don't sign this street free agent off the couch, whatever shall we do? Okay. I'm going to give you a penny for my thoughts in a moment on that. Big buck with a $10 pitch and fish. You were talking about just dealing with the ref calls, but if we did that, we'd ultimately have a Tim Donahue situation. I recognize that the teams that don't win the most games think the referees are out to get them. And that every time team A plays team, plays team B, when team B loses, they think the refs are out to get them. I'm just reminding you that when team A loses, they think the same thing. Remember Rashad Penny? Oh no. The Eagles signed Rashad Penny. I told you at the time, it's the same as the Cowboys signing Ronald Jones. They're the same guy. And now what's happened? Neither guy really plays for either team. Oh no, the Eagles, they always do it. They're signing Julio Jones. I've watched every quarter of every Eagles game. Julio Jones has made like one play in a month. If Julio Jones played here, he'd be just as much of a non-factor as if he played there. Julio Jones isn't as good as Michael Gallup, but there was panic in the streets when they signed Julio Jones. 
Larry King, it's always about money. Nope. That's not it. This isn't going to be about a substantial amount of money because the tab is already being picked up by the Colts. No, this is about who's which team's more attractive. And so one team might make make something more attractive than the other in a number of different ways. This is simply about which franchise at this time is more attractive. That's it. This is not like Charles Haley. Get Charles Haley and we're up and over the top. This is not like Deion Sanders. Get Deion Sanders and we're up and over the top. It's not, it's nothing like that. And so somebody texted me today. Well, yeah, but he, he's he's a three-time pro bowler. I know. A million years ago. I, I want him. I'll take him. He can help. It's good if you get him. It's not bad if you don't. Book that. Mark Cuban is selling the Dallas Mavericks. Kind of. Now, what does that mean to you? If you're a Cowboy fan, ah, yeah, what was, ah, come on, Fish. This is a Cowboy. Well, first of all, this show is whatever I want it to be. Sorry. What does it mean to you? Give me a minute and let me explain why it matters. He is selling a gigantic chunk of the Dallas Mavericks to Miriam Adelson. Who's Miriam Adelson? She's the widow of Sheldon Adelson, who became a billionaire in the casino and resort business. Las Vegas Sands is their bag. He died. The widow carries on. She is the fifth richest woman in the world. Marsha, by the way, is seventh. Miriam Adelson, fifth richest woman in the world, worth $36 billion. Sidebar. I can't, I, I can't ignore it. Dallas Cowboys. Why did we let Shaq Leonard walk out? What do you mean, let him? We run in a prison over here? As I tried to say, but then I interrupted myself. Uh, 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 Dallas Cowboys. You've got a date with two supermodels. The first date goes extremely well. She even gives you a little peck. Do you call off the date with the second supermodel? Because you got a peck from the first one? Or do you go ahead and say, you know, I'm, I'm going to get some coffee with, uh, with her too. Use your heads. You got a peck. Cuban go, is going into business with the Allison family. He's going into business with Miriam. He's still going to run the Mavericks. Why is he going into business with her? Because they are going to bring casino and resort to Dallas. And right now, the laws here don't want it to happen. Well, Cuban's worth $6 billion. That's a lot. Miriam's worth $36 billion. Miriam's going to get things done here in ways that are five times more powerful. I'm not very good at math. Six times more powerful than Mark Cuban. They will change the laws in Texas. There will be a resort at casino in downtown Dallas and the Dallas Mavericks and their stadium will be the centerpiece of it. 
book that. That's why Mark Cuban is selling the Mavericks to Miriam. That's why Miriam, I don't know if Miriam knows if a basketball is stuffed or blown up, but she knows and her family knows the casino and resort business. Sometime in my lifetime, there's going to be a casino and resort. Dallas is going to have a little bit of Vegas right down yonder. And when people are saying, is, is Cuban leaving basketball? Is he leaving my, no, 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 no. He's going into partnership with one of the wealthiest casino and resort people on the planet. AMD, I'm having a tough time believing there'll be a casino in Dallas. I will, I've got $36 billion that says you're wrong. I don't have it, but you know, Miriam has it. DK Metcalf. Uh, not putting up huge numbers this year. Capable of them. 6'4", 236, runs a 4'3", 40. Diddly, diddly, did What? By the way, uh, DK Metcalf, like, well, you've seen him. You've, you've seen the videos. You've seen him with his shirt off. You see uh, just, just an amazing specimen. And he's also got a sense of humor. He's talking about Deron Bland, and he's kind of scouting him. And he says, he cuts to the ball like a receiver. And there's not many, forget the idea that they, that you got a cornerback who can catch. That's rare enough. He cuts the, he goes to the ball like a receiver. He tracks the ball. He cuts the ball. He angles the ball. And he goes, he's got more touchdowns than I do. And it's funny, but not funny. The Seahawks are stumbling. They have lost two straight. They're still six and five. It's still a good team, a, a scary team. This is still part of the gauntlet. This is this is number one uh, of the five, the gauntlet. And yet, Cowboys are seven-point favorites. Hmm. Item. This is uh, not unlike the casino talk. This is related. I'm also going to get to CD, and I'm also going to get to Woody. I promise you. Uh, Des Bryant made a comment about the Malika Andrews lady on um, NBA anchor who has her political leanings. I guess she, I would say she leans conservative, which is uh, none of my concern. But Des said, why, don't you, why, why didn't you handle this controversial issue involving a black and an NBA player with the same intensity that you haven't handled this sensitive issue with a white NBA player? The white NBA player is Josh Giddy, who's Australian might, who reportedly, allegedly has a girlfriend who is <clears throat> underage. And Dax, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dez is saying, why, why, why aren't you going after this guy the same way you went after that guy? And here comes, of course, Twitter being the cesspool that it is, here comes the arguments back and forth. And one guy who works for CBS HQ or something, starts trying to crush Dak, making fun of his uh, spelling. And I almost jumped in and then I decided to stay out of it. We gotta be better, guys. 
we ought to be advanced along now. Hey, here comes Miss Seventh Richest Woman in the World now. Just because you're, you have less formal education than I do doesn't mean you're dumber than I am. It means you have a less, less of a formal education than I am. You're, the fact that you're a bad speller compared to me, and by the way, you are. All of you are. You're all bad spellers compared to me. But that doesn't make you dumber than I am. So this guy, who's a, some sort of an anchor man for CBS Sports, is trashing Dez, saying this post is so full of dumb typos, mispronunciations. Mi Son, you're completely missing the point. And we got to be better than that. Because Des Bryant's, and again, you know my relationship with Des Bryant. He's been in the arena. I'm not interested in whether or not Des Bryant speaks with an accent when he speaks, which he does. And I got to sometimes, of course, I'm half deaf. I got to sometimes lean in and listen real close to figure out what he's saying. But I don't let my thoughts on his accent get in the way of my thoughts on his thoughts. Let's be better. Item nine, CeeDee Lamb says, simple goal, we've got to be immaculate. And isn't that a nice way of saying it? We can go X's and O's and we can go I watch film. It's a popular t-shirt, by the way, uh, in the Uncle Fish store. And if you go into the Uncle Fish store and use code FISH20, you get 20% off right now. Go, go, I say. Let's be immaculate. H eight S J W S space 73 wants to take my spelling challenge. Your name is H eight S J W W S 73. And you, you think you can spell, you can't even spell your own screen name. <laughs> Item 10. Darren Woodson, friend of the show. This is his eighth time that he's going to be, that he's a semifinalist. Final 25 guys, 25 uh, players now. Um, we narrow, we're narrowing it down to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. David Baker, you think you're so good at spelling? Spell blah, blah, blah. It looks like salt and pepper to me. One of my favorite groups of the late 80s. Salt and pepper. En Vogue, salt and pepper. And there was one T TLC. My three favorite girl groups of the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, don't, they got to get Destiny's Child somewhere in there too. Woody, there's, there ought to be a law. Once you're, once you're the, an eighth time semifinalist and there's 25 of you now, and I'm not going to go through the list and say he's better than him, he's better than him. We've been doing that with Woody for 12 years. Open up the Pro Football Hall of Fame and quit making it so painfully 
exclusive. So exclusive that they will admit that you're one of the 25 best players to ever play that's not in yet. And every year, you're every year, you're one of the 25 best, but you're never quite one of the seven. That's ridiculous. Open it up. There should not be a ceiling on how many guys get into the Hall of Fame in a given year. Because what if more guys than the stupid ceiling deserve it? This is this is so logically based. It's so easy to see. If Darren Woodson isn't good enough to get in your club, your club is occupied by dumbasses. If you are a panel of people who can't see, who are football experts, who can't see that Darren Woodson belongs in your club, you are a panel of non-football experts. And I know it's political and I'm friends with a bunch of those people. And I know it's, it really is. It's just like Washington, DC. I'll vote for my guy. Uh, what's it called? Pork, what's it? pork bellies, pig. What's it called? Pork bellies. When, when we, we stuck, we stick something in the, the downside of it, the, the back of the bill, we're going to pass a bill. That's really important to me that I'm going to, I got to stick something in there at the bottom to help you. Then you'll vote for it. What's that called? Pork bellies? No, not pot belly, David. <laughs> not pot belly. I used to have one of those though. Not anymore. They do that. I'll vote for your, well, I'm not going to vote for your guy from the Bills. You didn't vote for my guy from the Steelers, remember? So I'm not going to vote for you. They really do do that. Pork barrel. Come on, sugar. Pork barrel. Does everybody understand that concept? I want to get this law passed to fill the potholes. Well, I'm against the pothole filling, but I'll tell you what I want. I want more stop signs. Fine. I'll put the, in the bill more stop signs if you'll vote for it, even though I don't want more stop signs. We don't even need more stop signs. Pork barrel. The politics should have nothing to do with it. The max numbers should nothing to do with it. The... I test should be enough. There is, after a decade, and Darren Woodson's going to get in this year. Good God Almighty. And even when he gets in, yeah, I, I, I meant to mention that Aaron Rodgers a little more. I did touch on it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers saying that Dak is, a, is playing quarterback as well as anybody in football and is a pleasure to watch him operate. Hmm. Hmm. That's a beard scratcher. When Darren Woodson gets in this year, and I'll be there in Las Vegas when he does, I'm not going to be able to resist saying, what did he do this year? He's been retired for 20 years. He's 54 years old. He's been retired for 25 years. What did he do this year that made him more qualified than last year? Darren Woodson, Hall of Fame. Don't screw this up, colleagues. Fish, out. <laughs>